And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Welcome to the NBA Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? I like that idea. Welcome to the Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Jared Weiss. I'm joined by Mark Schindler, who Danielle Lehman is producing. This is Steph Curry's return game. This is Donovan Mitchell back in Utah. But all those got pushed aside by the Oklahoma City Thunder for closing in on a great win over the Miami Heat. And then Jimmy Butler unraveled it for them as he hit his 23rd free throw of the night as the Miami Heat set a new NBA record going 40 for 40 from the line. And they won 112 to 111 mark. Yeah, man, this was a wild game in that aspect. Uh, like you mentioned, they set the record 40 for 40 from the line, which I think in some ways is almost an indictment of what their offense was at times. Uh, OKC played really well defensively, to be fair. Like Jalen Williams had some massive plays down the stretch, uh, rotating weak side to, to blow things up at the rim. But as you mentioned, Jimmy, even even going 6 to 17, it's on six made field goals, he had 35 points tonight. Like that's incredible. That, I, are we ever going to be able to say that again? Like that's. The, I mean, Kawhi had thirty plus on twelve field goals too, right? Close enough, but yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. That was that was that was interesting, and that's without even talking about the the entire Dwayne Dedman debacle that went on tonight, which was a, another wrench in in this game. I mean, this was just a hideous game for Miami overall, which means that they won the game, obviously. But yeah, we'll, we'll get. Actually, let's just talk about Dwayne Dedman. What the hell happened? He threw a Theragun on the court. I, you don't really see players throwing stuff on the court, especially when they're mad at their own coaching staff. But it's one thing to throw like a cup or something. He threw a heavy object that could have hurt one of his teammates. Like that was nuts. Yeah, it was pretty wild because uh, you saw it happen at first. And I think the broadcast thought, and I thought too, I was like, oh, the fan is throwing something on the court. And then they <laughs> go back and replay it. Like, no, oh, man, it's Dwayne Dedman as he walks to the back of the locker room. And uh, that was interesting. Um, I am really uh, – I'm interested to see what the ramifications are from that. I mean, he's got to be suspended, right? Like a few games for that to do – the. he basically was storming off on his own coaching staff like that. On a game when – I was dangerous. Yeah, on a game when yeah. Bam Adebayo is already out. Um, so it's – yeah, that was that was weird, man. That was crazy. And um, what was I going to say? He uh, – I mean, one, you don't need him because he got – you got Orlando Robinson. You got Haywood Highsmith. You got some. You got some dominant guys playing. You had Kane. He he played thirty three minutes. He closed this game out. You can live with that. I should say don't eat him. That's too strong. But you you could live without him. He didn't. He did not make himself uh, less replaceable after that act. But what was so great was Spolstra gets asked about it in the interview, and he's just like, ah, it's just a typical Tuesday night for the Miami Heat. Spo handles those situations better than anybody I've ever seen. Yeah. After the game, I believe he had a comment. I think Brady Hawk uh, 
posted this and it was uh that's just that's Miami Heat basketball. And I was like, okay, man. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly like you said. Like he, he just handles it incredibly well because I would not be handling it remarkably like that. Yeah, I mean, which it is a fan, that's the heat in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh but let, let's talk about before we get back to their free throws, let's talk about that Thunder offense. I I, re- I really, really love what Josh Giddy was doing late in this game. He ended up having a triple double. And he made some big plays down the stretch. You know, I mean, Shea had a good game, but like, I felt like this was Giddy's night. Yeah, Giddy had a really good game tonight. As you mentioned, the triple-double, he was really impactful on the offensive glass, especially with how small uh, Miami ended up playing down the stretch. Like They were playing Jamal Kane at the five at times, and I think he's about 6'7", 210. So you know, you're, you're talking about a size advantage. Um, he's been playing just really well of late, and I think tonight was an encapsulation of that. Uh, didn't hit his threes, which he has been lately. But like, I mean, I think that w- that's what was interesting. You saw Miami being very aggressive, helping off the corners, uh, jutting at the at the slot to try and deter some of the drives. And you had guys who were really aggressive cutting in. Like Aaron Wiggins was huge with that tonight. Josh Giddy was huge with that tonight. Overall, I loved what their passing was together as a team. Um, I think you saw a lot of really good flashes from what they can do offensively. And that's you know talking about Jalen Williams too. Uh, we haven't even mentioned like Shea was awesome. Don't get me wrong, but like Jalen Williams just has like three or four plays a night where you're like, that's the shit. Like you just see him do stuff and you're like, that's, <laughs> that's the, that's the stuff that I want to see on a basketball court. And um, you saw that in Vogue tonight. And that was, uh, this, this, this was a really exciting game for, for that team, even though they ended up winning, losing. Jeez. It seems unfair. I mean, they won. They, they really won. I, I won the hearts. The emotional yeah. win on that one. Yeah. It's like they, Rocky. I mean, and, the reason why I say that is because like Jalen Williams looks way too good for a guy that they could have scooped up in the same draft. They already got Chet Holmgren. Like th- this team has legitimate depth coming into its own that once they get this guy back, it's like, they're, they're going to be scary. Aaron w- Wiggins is looking like Andrew Wiggins in this game. Um, you know, G- Giddy is truly looking like he's a point guard of the future and Kenny hustle. Kenny hustle Kenny has a really nice big game. plays over and over again, man, on both sides. Right. Yeah. And what was so funny was we were laughing about this uh, as the game was ending, how like Max Drews fouls Kenny Hustle on a fadeaway in the post <laughs> with like a few seconds left in the game. And he goes to the line, you're thinking like, oh, this game's definitely over. And then, of course, he misses the, the free throw. And then Butler posts up Jalen Williams and gets that and one just going beast mode at the end. But it was just crazy how this game was coming down to a Kenny Hustle free throw. And you actually felt good about the Thunder's chance to win it. Yeah, no, exactly, man. Uh, especially, too, like they had... Um, they had like, I mean, how, how often can you say a game is going to end on a, a tip ball, like with, with two seconds left? Um, and I, I exactly like you mentioned, I was like, oh, I think OKC can make something happen here. And obviously did not, but, um, I agree, man. I'm, I'm so excited to see what this team looks like when they have a full functional front court. Cause like, even looking at this, like they're Jeremiah Robinson rolls out. Alexi Pokashevsky's out. Obviously, like you mentioned, Chet Holmgren's not playing this season, um, when they have a legitimate five in the front court, um, I'm really interested to see what that looks like because this team, it, it's starting to move me. I love Mark's attention to detail that every other person in the league will say Poku, but he goes with the full Alexei Pokashevsky, the full <laughs> Jeremiah Robinson. Why, that's why they pay the big bucks Yeah, this is why we give him the big bucks. Okay, Miami Heat, good. 40 for 40 from the line, bad 10 for 33 from deep, 31 for 79 from the field, 20 turnovers. I mean, what what is this team right now after this game? Uh, they're, they're, I think, as Spo would probably put it, they're one win deeper 
Um, and that counts for something, <laughs> uh, especially in a game when, you know, both Tyler Hero and, and Bam Adebayo are out. Kyle Lowry doesn't play. Um, you just kind of take what you can from this. I do want to say, too, Victor Oladipo came up huge in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that. He was big with some of his shot making. They were down, uh, I think, five or six late in the game. His defense was was substantial as well. They really started to throw doubles um, towards Shea, just being more aggressive overall, and he was really big in single coverage as well. Um, so shout out to him. It's nice that like he's he's contributed quite a bit off the bench over the last couple of games. It's good to see him get his feet under him. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, let's head to Utah, where Donovan Mitchell made his return. The former Jazz man, he's a Cav now. He had 46 points. And yet, and yet, there was another all-time great offensive player that was the one that actually got the W in this game. His name is Jordan Clarkson, and I want to read a text from Mark Schindler that received in my inbox. That's not what they call it. On my phone at 11.41 p.m. Eastern time. Jordan Clarkson might be better than MJ. Mark, can you please defend that statement? I mean, when did MJ ever take down the four-seeded Cleveland Cavaliers (laughs) uh, with, you know, three back-to-back fouled threes uh, by Karis LeVert? Like, MJ never did that, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, Jordan Clarkson was uh, obviously in jest. Jordan Clarkson was unreal tonight. Like, he, A, he just continues to be really a complete joy this season. Uh, he seems to be having a blast, too, which has been fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the Cavs kind of snatched defeat from the jaws of victory tonight with, with how they played Jordan. I think Karras just had a really rough fourth quarter defensively. I think overall he struggled quite a bit defensively this game after being pretty solid defensively this whole season. Um, fouled. It was him all three times fouling Jordan Clarkson late game to end up putting Utah up after it looked like they were going to kind of just not even escape. Like it, it felt like this kind of was kind of a certified W for the Cavs with about three minutes left. And then Jordan Clarkson took over and it's kind of all she wrote, man. Yeah. I mean, you, Utah had a solid, what, like 12, 13 point lead in the middle of the third quarter and Cleveland just steadily chipped away at that credit to Donovan for that. Cleveland had that lead. They had a several possession lead throughout the entirety of crunch time. And then it just kind of fell off a cliff there at the very end. And it was, it was Clarkson kind of hitting every kind of shot over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's weird. You don't think, you don't think of Jordan Clarkson as a guy drawing free throws because he's someone who's looking to get to that pull up. He's looking to get to that midi pull up. He's looking to throw up that, the finger roll. But what was Cleveland's kind of like lack of discipline there at the very end? Yeah. I, th- I don't want to just single out Karras. I think that was kind of on them just in general, like that there, there needed to be um, some kind of like, I mean, that's something where I'm like, okay, do you, are you calling a timeout getting things settled down? Because that, that just can't happen. Um, 
it is rough too because on on, on another hand, uh, Isaac Okoro ended up leaving the game because he was sick. Um, which I I would imagine they would have swapped defense for offense in the end of the game if um, if he had been healthy. Um, and it was uh, it was really frustrating too, just from an analysis standpoint, because Evan Mobley had one of the best defensive stretches I've seen from a player this year in that fourth quarter. Um, even when they were giving up some some drives and struggling to stop to the point of attack, like he had, I think if I counted it correctly, I think he had nine contests at the rim. And altered shots Jesus. Uh, within like two and a half minutes. It was unreal. Like, and he was doing, I mean, he was doing some stuff switching out. Um, he was just incredibly aggressive, was really good. And especially, excuse me, with Jared Allen being out for the game, he left just seven minutes in. This was, I mean, Mobley has, not that he's been bad as a primary rim protector, but he's really thrived playing the four, being able to roam more and, um, being able to be a primary rim protector and playing as well as he did tonight was a, a really encouraging sign for them. Um, and I, I mean, frankly, I think this is just one of the best defensive games I've seen from him in, in being asked to do that. But again, like this, it gets kind of muddled by what that ended up being. Mark Schindler noted Evan Mobley stand. I feel like Evan Mobley has come up at least 10 times since we've done the show together over the past season, Has to. even though we never do Cleveland games together. Yeah. All right. We had one more great game, and that was the Orlando Magic beating the Portland Trailblazers 109 to 106. They got a big three down there in Orlando, don't they? That's absolutely right, man. Uh, Franz Wagner finishes with 29, Paolo Banchero, 19, Wendell Carter Jr., 20. Um, I, and I mean, I'm getting there, man. I, I tweet this out, and I'll stand by it. I think that this is going to be the best front court in the NBA in two years. Um, they. When the flashes are there, it's so brilliant, and they had them in Vogue tonight. Um, in Vogue, I've used that twice. Uh, not sure why, but Portland really struggled to deal with the size and blend of skill and size that that Orlando was able to put out with those three. The defense, the way that they were able to switch out and kind of stifle their guard play was really big uh, for stretches, and mainly like it was just the, the stretches of things like – Franz really got the game started for them. He was so dynamic with his scoring versatility, driving to the inside. He hit a couple pull-ups. Um, he, again, just being someone who's six foot ten that can handle the ball like he does and be an interior scorer and stretch out like he provides a ton of issues down the down the stretch late. It was Paolo being really aggressive getting to the line because nobody could really contain him with um his blend of of strength and and polish as a scorer. And then Wendell was just awesome uh, all around, getting their guards open, uh, being active as a screener and a roller. And he hit three of his four threes tonight. He shot really well over like the last month or so since he came back from injury, um, or I guess this last couple of weeks, but technically, you know, calendar month. Um, but with, uh, I mean, they got good contributions from Markel Fultz as well. But I think, again, to me, the story was just how dynamic that, that core group was. Um, Damian Lillard was awesome tonight, I thought. Um, he struggled a little bit from deep. And again, part of that was the size that they were really able to switch out on. Um, and then he was really aggressive on, you know, ping pong and boomeranging the ball and then attacking the interior. Um, but again, just going back and forth like that, uh, that size was a really big problem for Portland. All right, real quick. We can't not talk about Steph Curry returning with his giant shoulder bionic sleeve, whatever was going on there. He looks fascinating out there. And he had 24 points. Clay Thompson had 29 points. Jordan Poole had 27 points. They're going up against Phoenix, who's missing their three stars. Of course they lost by 12 points. 
the real star tonight was Mikhail Bridges. Uh, 26, yeah. 9, and 5, three blocks and a steal. Um, he was dynamic. And I think to me, this was like, this was fun because this is the first game I think I've watched in a month and a half from the Suns that felt like I was really watching the Suns of last year. Um, the way that they moved the ball was awesome. Like Damian Lee was huge tonight, especially down the stretch. Um, he ended up being the guy that had to get foul a shit ton, goes, gets 14 free throw attempts tonight. Um, That's a revenge game. Right which there. Exactly. Um, finished with 22-7-4 as he got his ring tonight from the from the Warriors for winning the title last year. Um, no, it just... Oh, that wasn't for tonight? Wait, what? If that wasn't for last night's game, that was those were winning the championship. No, I mean maybe it, I, you know I would uh, just just write on it in sharpie and say for tonight's game. Um, well, yeah, I mean the way that they just moved the ball overall was awesome. That was really fun to watch from them. Uh, and I think in some ways I don't want to say this was like a fluke from Golden State, but Steph was not himself tonight or even close to it. Like most of his scoring came in the second half. He really was rusty early on. Um, I mean Clay kind of had it going, but not quite to the level that they needed and then there just wasn't really anything else like Jordan Poole was good um but overall their defense was it felt like they were just a step behind the entire night especially with the starters which was not something that we're super accustomed to seeing but as they they're working you know Wiggins and and Steph both back in it was uh it was interesting to see Andre Goodall got a dunk in his first game back so good for him all right well good for you for wrapping this show up we are going to do it there Jared Weiss, he's Mark Schindler. Daniel Lehman is our producer. We'll see you next time on The Dig. Ding, ding, y'all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.